Welcome to another episode of the Infallible Way podcast. This is Jewel. I get many questions about the necessity of being alone to realize truth. And a popular question that I get is, must I give up all that I have, all that I own, and leave my family and friends to realize my truth? The only must is to realize truth, and that is to work out the relationship with self. And that includes identifying and repairing the breaks that are caused by your mind. There is no other agenda, and if there is, that is a break that's caused by mind. Once you commit to your truth, you will gain clarity of your essential next steps. The framework to truth, remember, is yours alone. A commitment to truth entails taking steps to face fears, internal conflicts, or any other challenges that you've created. Among them is often being alone. In this week's episode, we will discuss that being alone truly means no separation and how in truth we are never lonely. We will look at the reality that as we awaken, we no longer require support that we have learned in the customary sense, since we are truth, and that in and of itself is the true support. In the infallible way, our mind does the perfect job so that we see our projections. They play out on our stage of life as experiences. Then we can identify and repair our breaks. And those breaks are what separate us from the whole of God. The first issue, I was frightened to be alone. We're societal creatures after all, and not meant to be alone. How could I ever be alone? Here's the resolve. From truth, you are alone. Or you might say it this way, From truth, your relationship with self is all one. There's no separation. I recall speaking to someone discussing aloneness and truth. I said this quote, I am alone, there is no other. That statement affected him and that helped him to identify the fear of what he saw as being alone. To many, Alone means a state of isolation. In resistance, people have a hard time at what they consider being alone. They see themselves as weak and victimized by their own resistance. They often feel rejected or abandoned. First, fear of alone is caused by separation. It is the break caused by mind. Let us begin with a bit from my story. Despite a prosperous law practice, this fearful lady lawyer was devoid of confidence. I feared aloneness because I saw it as isolation. I felt rejection and I projected as far as I remembered. Even though I was surrounded by multitude of people all the time, living to practice law and be a social animal did not do it. Not for me. Then I knew 
Once I made a commitment to awaken to my truth, whatever it took, I would face those fears or holds one at a time, one step at a time, for as long as it took. From the lower levels of consciousness of fear of being alone, I projected that I was a victim of isolation or of being alone. I created the experiences and they all played out, including the perfect role players that provide that added measure of drama. At that time, I saw through the prism of separation. Yes, I was separate from the whole of God. It was all I learned. And now I can say that I've risen above the fears by identifying and repairing those separations. Those were my breaks. We may create relationships as illusory diversions. We may face boredom from doing nothing. We have thoughts of worthlessness or uselessness. We may even see ourselves with no sense of purpose. Take a look around you and inventory your experiences, the people in your life, your relationships, and everything else. That inventory will help you to realize the state of mind that is part of consciousness. As we identify and repair the breaks that are caused by mind, we begin to see the unfolding of an entirely new life. We realize that we are the creator of the new once we transform the old. We gain clarity of purpose. Although we may have considered ourselves loving and kind people, we express now renewed unconditional love for self and then all others. The relationships with those old role players that helped us to see what we became began to unravel. In their stead, our new relationships aligned with truth. We realize we are one with the whole of God, and that is one with all. Everything in life, since we create from a consciousness of truth, and that is the unity with the whole of God. In truth, being alone means there's no separation from the whole of God. In truth, it is in you, as you, beyond you. All that occurs in your life corresponds to that consciousness. Others that realize truth will manifest to you. You now realize that there alone is the illusion, since there is no separation. You realize you are alone since you are united with the whole and all is yours. The second issue. I am alone. There is no other. In truth, this is a beautiful statement. When I first heard it, I was frightened. How could I ever be alone? Why would I want to awaken if I'm totally alone and not share it? I thought we are not meant to be alone. My consciousness didn't shift overnight, but I kept at it until I overcame the holds, the separation. Was I scared? You bet I was scared. But I moved beyond to realize who I truly am. Here's the resolve. 
As you awaken to truth, you realize that you have identified and repaired the breaks caused by mine. You are overcoming all resistance. All you have learned and all have you become are transforming to all that you are. Then it appears you are alone. You realize that there is no other because there is no separation. No separation is that you're united with the whole of God and you now express a consciousness of truth. That appears frightening to the mind. Because of resistance, the mind does not visualize ultimate reality of all one. That's not the mind's job. The mind's task is to see the conflict, chaos, hopelessness, usefulness that has been learned and has become part of the state of mind for one reason, so that you are always aware of what your breaks are, what separates you, so that you can shift consciousness to overcome what has been created by resisting truth. Those experiences and thoughts are all your creation so that you discover what has become part of your consciousness. Once you discover it, then that is the vital part of the infallible way. It helps you see the breaks that you must identify and repair. Once the mind has done its great job and you take the next step to identify the break and transform the resistance, you realize and begin to express the consciousness of your truth. All that you become transforms to pure joy and love. And it aligns with wholeness and abundance. You begin to realize all of that and then it becomes the continual state of your affairs. As you awaken, you find that you are alone. You no longer require support since you are truth. In the infallible way, you are free to create simultaneously without any wants. All is available in the now. You then gain a glimpse that all those resisting experiences that you previously identified and repair were nothing more than illusions. Yes, you are alone, but you are never isolated and you are never lonely. You stand alone in the infallible way and not all that is present corresponds to your shift in consciousness. The next issue. I become anxious when I'm alone or know that I will be alone in the future. I do everything that I can to make certain that my calendar is full so that I do not have to face being lonely. I have an especially difficult time on holidays and on weekends. Here's the resolve. As many have learned to do, you make certain that you create diversions, and that is to avoid making a commitment. The only real commitment is to realize your truth. That will occur when you have a burning desire to realize truth more than anything else. That burning desire will drive you and deliver you to your truth. The commitment it includes walking through your experiences and identify and repair the breaks that are caused by mind. 
that are created by you. Through the full calendar of events that you described and which you form in your life, you do everything to deter that commitment to self. All the experiences in your life are what you need so that you identify the consciousness that created them. The identification leads to recognizing those experiences, including their effect on you, so that you can repair the breaks. If you resist your work on self, you resist realizing who you are, your truth. Diversions are more illusions and they delay the realization of your truth. The mind keeps you out of the moment of realizing your truth by projecting to create the experiences that carry out the resistance. The mind is that only because all you've learned is part of the state of mind. Those are our projections. In the infallible way, the mind does its job brilliantly so that you can see every one of your projections, such as needing to fill your time doing things and facing the illusory fear of being alone. Your experiences are beautifully created so that you identify and repair your breaks. Remember, in truth, you are alone in realizing freedom. No one else can do it for you. Others do, however, play beautiful roles to help you see those breaks. You are mightily alone in finding true freedom.